Online Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> well, hello! Appears wolves and demons. <laughs> mm-hmm. How's it going? Dog and welcome, <laughs> and dog stars. Yeah. Welcome to another, the final of this season, amazing AfterBuzz TV After Show podcast for your favorite show, Hemlock Grove. We're on season two, episode ten. Oh, Demon. so sad. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Demon and the Dog Star. I'm your host, Shano, and I am joined here by my awesome and beautiful, lovely co-hosts. Hi, everyone. I'm Marissa Serafini. Hey, guys. I'm JJ Jurgens. And we're going to be talking about Peter and Roman and Co. Body Movers, <laughs> Destiny's Vision, and the Hostage Situation. I like that little rhyme I threw in there. Shelly dies again and again. <laughs> and Spivak is evil mm-hmm. spivak spivak whatever he's pure evil even i think he's even worse than olivia in some ways oh yeah norman dies heartbroken or heart torn heart, heart <laughs> torn ripped out ripped. <laughs> heart <Stopped> crushed <laughs> demolished gone, gone. <laughs> totally gone. gone so let's start by talking about peter and roman and company body movers so how funny was this scene in the beginning right away it starts with, like, this funky little, like, rap music, right? I like yeah, the music. I, I, I should have Shazam that. Yeah, I thought, what I thought was so funny about it is that last episode was so, so serious. And then we get to, like, <laughs> and they're, like, putting the bodies in there. It's like, yeah, they're straight up killers, you know? Again, what I really love about this season, another little piece of humor and, you know, fun they give us, which I really think lightens up those other dark moments. Uh, absolutely, and I like how you know th- more people are just dead. <laughs> they just keep keep killing people. When, when they come back, it was so they were just like throwing the bodies yeah. in yeah. there, right? They looked Don't like ra- literally looked like rag dolls, just throwing them yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. And they even had to put like a little touch of realism on it. Oh, the leg's stuck in the door. <laughs> Move the leg. All casual too. Oh, get that leg out of the way. Shh, close the door. <laughs> and then they come into the house. It's a mess, of course. Blood everywhere, mm. just like gushed everywhere, almost as if that one uh, vision that Ro- uh, Roman had happened. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of blood. 40 gallons of blood everywhere. And the poor girls inside cleaning it up. Oh, I would have yeah. wanted the other duty. Like, <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Like the, the poor girls See, cleaning yeah. that up. See, right but, mean, but we had the guys with the Upir with his super strength and the wolf with his strength <sighs> too. We had to have the guys do the heavy lifting. Yeah, yeah. that strength could have gone good scrubbing the floor though, you know? <laughs> and also, Probably really fast. And also poor Miranda just naturally oh, yeah. freaking out. I yeah. mean, she's she's entitled to yeah, she she's got a lot going on. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, she body's does. out of whack. Seriously, and we, we yeah, we find out more mm-hmm. about her and what happens later on. But they're scrubbing the blood, and they're they're 
there's it. It kind of reminded me of like Breaking Bad. They're scrubbing so hard that like the sponges are just soaked with the goo of the cells, like all over. They're just moving blood everywhere. Even Destiny goes, uh, "We're out of bleach again." <laughs> so uh, and, and we have Conway dead on the ground still, and I finally got her name, Anne, yeah, and yeah. the maid. Poor Anne. She, they said her name twice yeah. this time, twice this episode. Enough to just say old lady every time. Yeah, not old yeah. maid, yeah. not old lady, yeah. not the maid. Anne, which is a very fitting name for her, right? Mm-hmm. So she's on top of Conway. Um, <laughs> she's like. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm thinking about the sex scene with them, too. Because <laughs> he was on top of her that then. Was that was the last episode. No, but with with them two, um, she's on. She's like over him hovering. She's like, he was a good man. He deserves a Christian burial. I did, and then Roman's like, yeah, okay, sure. What? <laughs> Who knew, right? I mean, poor Conway, he just got shot. Very unfortunate yeah. timing on his behalf. I mean, the least you could do is give him a proper burial. I know, I know. But where, so, well, you know, he could very well, Roman, he's a rich mofo. He could very well put him in any, yeah. in a very, very beautiful casket, right? With all the years of service that he gave to Godfrey family, right? Yeah, yeah. he could. They could have. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what else happened? So, was there, they move the bodies. Uh, they, they try to get it over to, uh, uh, Roman actually ends mm-hmm. up taking it over to Godfrey Industries, to the White Tower, because who's going to help him get rid of those bodies and make them into nutrient soup? Price. Price. Miranda also gets really mad as they're cleaning up, too, and she's just really Sorry. mad that they all lied to her, and she calls them all, you know, both monsters, so yeah. you see her lash out a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she has every right to. Yeah. I mean, they haven't been completely honest with her from the beginning, and then a bunch of people just literally got shot in front of her, so she's all emotional right mm-hmm. now. Completely understandable. Yeah. Yeah. They it's not that they weren't being honest with her. I think it's more like... <laughs> they were withholding yeah. from her. Okay, yeah. yes, there is a <laughs> difference, but a lot yeah. just happened in five minutes right before her, yeah. so yes. I think, yeah, and she... Sorry, real right. quick. No, she, and he could have clued her in just because of how much she had been helping him out with yeah. you know, the baby, too. So it's like, I think she did have every right to be let in on these secrets a little yeah. bit more. <laughs> she yeah. was she was used in some ways, like, quite the tool mm-hmm. by Spivak. Yeah. Um, but mostly by Spivak, you know? And then the guys, you know, they, she, well, was she using them a little bit too? She was using them kind of sexually. I think it was a mutual, mutual, advantageous, you know, kind of situation. A symbiotic relationship. Very. Just like a baby with a mother. Mm -hmm. Sucking all the nutrients. I think she actually really was, like, attracted to both of them, you know, Mm -hmm. and was having a good time with Mm -hmm. them, but then just didn't Uh really know what she was getting herself into. Yes, that's true. She wasn't parasitic. She was, it was like a symbiosis. Like, it was an equilibrium. They were giving some, she was taking some, and vice versa. Yeah. So, Plus, you, they're human beings with needs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're human being demons with needs, mm-hmm. pretty much. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, so uh, they they end up uh, bringing the bodies over the price, and the price is like, hey, but he, d- he doesn't want to do it right away, right? He doesn't mm-hmm. want to, like, get rid of the bodies. He's like, hey, you did me a favor when you killed Dr. Galena. I already forgot her name. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying it so good last time, but I actually did write it down this time. Let's see if I have it. The, the long, long name. Aloyona Ivanova Potoyomkina Zozamonova. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that I didn't really write bad. that down, but I wrote down what he said when he said, Ding dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, bad news in sensible shoes. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, so, some good zingers again. So funny. I love 
I love Dr. Price. Mm-hmm. He's great. Great yeah. this season. <laughs> just like we were talking uh, with uh, David Strayton about mm-hmm. last time. It's just it's, He just got great. And it seems like we have a caller on the line. All right. Who's probably our special guest tonight. Uh, 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 Dio Horn, is she on the line? Hello. <laughs> hey, Hello. Hey, Dio. Welcome back to After Buzz TV. <laughs> Dio, who plays uh, Destiny Rumensick on Hemlock Grove. Thanks for joining us this evening. Hi, thank you for having me again. I wish I was there in studio. It was so much fun last time you guys had me. Yeah, of course. We do too, but we love that you call, so it's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. So <laughs> we last time we talked to you was at the beginning of the season and we were we some of us had not watched the whole season yet. So we were we didn't know what kinds of questions to ask you, like the good questions. So now we're ready, now we're prepared. And we want to talk about Okay. We're, we want to talk about a lot of the scenes that you had last episode and and this episode too. So let's start by talking about uh the fight last time. How crazy was it? Like all the choreography and just the scenes and everything going on in episode nine. And like, tell us about it. Tell us what was going through your mind for that scene. How did you prepare and what was going on? Um, Well, I didn't really like prepare. I mean, I prepared by watching the stunt chick. She showed me like step by step what what was going to be happening. And when they're like, so you stab the guy in the dick, I was like, that is amazing. I don't think, <laughs> I was like, I don't think I've ever seen that before. So that's cool. Um, but it was fun because I like doing physical stuff like that. So that was just like another reason why I love my job. Um, but yeah, no, the, the fight scene was a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. It, it seems like uh, it. Yeah, was... did I answer your question in any way? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It, it seemed like fun because, you know, who who gets to stab people in the balls every single day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Um, we, we also we wanted to talk to you about that uh, the underwater scene where you were getting drowned to do the the vision connection. Uh, I forgot uh, what the spell name was in in uh, Romani, but it was it, that was when such a yeah when they drowned you the drowning girl drowning woman spell. But that was such a cool scene. We, oh yeah, yeah. We really enjoyed it. How long did you actually have? To, did you actually have to at one point, like the longest point, hold your breath underwater? Um, probably like well, I I I had so much fun doing that as well. I was like, well, this is cool. Another thing, weird thing that they throw at me. Um, but I uh, they had actually brought in a double to like do do the like scenes when if like from the back of me just like in case I got I didn't in case I got tired of like dunking my head in the water and then like I don't know like a part of me because I grew up a swimmer I was like this like weird part of me was like well I could do it you don't have Mm -hmm. to put her in there I'll do it and um so I was holding my breath I guess from like the longest point I'm guessing like 45 seconds like not that long 30 45 Maybe thirty, thirty. Let's say thirty. That's not too Let's bad. Let's say thirty, which okay. isn't that. Yeah. Not that. Uh, so there, there were some interesting camera angles while you were inside the the bathtub. So was it a different tub for some of those shots, or did they just put a camera no, no, in there? No, they used one of those um, GoPro cameras <laughs> for the inside, like really like close underneath stuff. Well, they yeah they used like. They put it like on this 
stick and then it was like sort of angled up at me. It was pretty cool. And then they watched it like on an iPad. Like they watched the image on an iPad. Oh, that is so great. I wouldn't have even thought that they would use a GoPro on Hemlock Grove, but it's so smart. Like they they did that right there with you. They probably used it in season one too when we had uh, the girl in the in episode one who gets killed by the first victim who gets killed by yeah. the by the Vargolf. She mm-hmm. probably had a GoPro on her too. That's what it looked like. Great oh stuff. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm not sure. I mean, I wasn't there for that one, but I mean, I I thought it was pretty smart too because I mean, it was like in such an enclosed space, and they needed to get this like they wanted like this specific shot. So, um, and I I knew the shot was going to look super cool. Anyways, I trusted them. I trusted them. And it came out so awesome. I love watching that scene. I know. You've had a lot of crazy scenes in the show, you know, throwing up goo, goo, drowning. What other crazy things would you love to see Destiny do? (sighs) Well, I would... It'd be really cool if, like, okay, I mean, I I have no part in the writing, but... I thought that it would be really cool if she had, like, some... If she discovered she had, like, powers. Like, okay, uh, uh, she already obviously has powers, like, clairvoyant and that sort of thing, can channel energies and see see stuff. And But can you imagine if she, like, just discovered she could move things? Mm. <laughs> I kind of want to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but I think what I... I, I also wanted... Um, or thought it would be cool for Destiny and Olivia to, like, I don't know, either become friends or um, have a battle mm-hmm. <laughs> or some kind of, like, I don't know, yeah, just some sort of, like, confrontation. Or it would just be cool to get those two characters, like, two powerful female characters in, in the same room together. Yeah, we, I would love to. No see matter them. what, no matter what they do, they could be they could be you know playing a poker game or they could be you know like battling. I don't know, but whatever they would do, I'm sure it would be pretty cool. We're going back to the karaoke it. club. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Do you sing? Destiny <laughs> <laughs> so, could probably sing. <laughs> so we've seen you and Andreas get so close this season, um, but then in this episode, you were surprised when he came in with the gun and the silencer, and so it kind of showed that he you know had a secret from you what kind of secrets do you think he's hiding from you um hi jj hi Um, (laughs) well hi all of you um yeah i didn't say hi uh i think well wasn't that a nice surprise when he shows up at Mm -hmm. the end how convenient right yeah Um, perfect timing but all the i mean it was it was sweet to see them get so close but and i also don't think that I like the dynamic between the two because she's such a strong character and then there's this, like, element of, like, there's this badass. She obviously knows he's not, like, this good guy and she's. I think that he likes her because she, in a way, can handle that and can kind of tame him in that, in, in, in a sense, you know, like... If he's under her roof, it's her it's her law, you know? But who knows what he's doing on the outside, doing... I have no idea. Like, gangs? I don't know. You know, he has a cool leather jacket and a motorbike, so who knows what kind of, like, trouble he gets up. And why does he have a silencer on his gun? Exactly, you know? yeah. You know? Maybe he's a part like of we're the... gonna find. I'm sure we'll, all those questions will be answered in Season 3. But um, I, I don't know. I mean... Uh, Gypsy Mafia? Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Perhaps he's part of the Gypsy Mafia or something. Or maybe he was... I mean, I would be curious. I would be curious to see. Like, I hope that they they go further with that storyline because I think it's a pretty interesting... um, I also think it's an interesting dynamic having Andreas around because, you know, my character... Destiny's there so much to serve uh, Peter's storyline and to move things forward in that sense. And it's nice to see... um, the dynamic that happens between her and Andreas. You know, it's like a whole other side of her. Mm-hmm. It's a whole other, you know, it's the girlfriend side of her. It's the, it's, this is her personal, her personal life, you know? Does that mm-hmm. make sense what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We say, see a more vulnerable okay. side to her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly, the vulnerable side. Yeah, like she also needs protection, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, and I was thinking maybe this might get into predictions territory, that maybe he uh Andreas was hired by maybe the Vermont culture to be placed in Hemlock Grove to protect Peter, protect Destiny. I mean, why does he have a silencer uh-huh. on him? That's maybe. true, eh? Maybe he is protection. He's a total I, don't know. I wrote yeah. it in. I wrote it down and not on these notes, but he, he he dropped some line too, like the first of many questions or something. He made a little line in there that yeah. made me think too that oh, that more is going to come out about this in season three. I yes, thought the same thing, story. but I so, loved his timing. He just came in at the perfect time and was like, "Yeah, whatever." Mm-hmm. I killed him. <laughs> they blew away Beaumont right in the noggin. <laughs> good shot. He's a yeah, good shot. I know, right? How, so how how scary how do you, how scary do you think it would have been if Beaumont actually got his hands on Destiny to do what he would with her with his tools? Oh hell no! Yeah. Oh, uh, what do you? Pardon? What did you say? Sorry? Oh, I, how how scary would it have been if Beaumont got his hands on Destiny and like imagine like what he could have done with his tools to her? Right? I don't know. I feel like I I feel like I feel like. Her and Peter would have pulled through. No matter what. I feel like something, you know, yeah. I don't know. I, As much as they were frightened at that moment, I still think that the wheels are always turning with the both of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a guy, so he automatically just goes to his instincts. And I think with her, you know, she's sort of like the logical. <laughs> like, wait, let's think this through. I think the wheels are always turning. So even if he did get his damn tools on her, she would have figured something out. Or Andreas would have burst through the door and shot him in the head. <laughs> yeah. How, so how was that scene with um, last episode? We had the scene where Peter's changed at the end into the Vargolf. He can't turn back. Uh, and then we have strong uh, Roman reach in and pull him out. How was that scene done? Like, did they have like a prop wolf, and they had, and then they just kind of like switched it out with, with uh, Peter? How did they do it? Oh yeah, they like built this whole crazy rig, like that. Uh, I think they brought like because we shoot in Toronto. I think they brought it in from like L.A., and it was like, I don't even, it, I don't know. They, there was it was like this weird thing that he sort of had to like break the jaws of it and they would put like cracking sounds and like put all this gunk on all over it and Landon had to kind of like be inside it and um when I was watching like I think that the wolf was CGI I'm pretty sure like when he's walking towards the door yeah um I'm pretty sure yeah from what I remember (laughs) a lot of late nights um (laughs) but yeah but in terms of like that when he's actually pulling him out of 
out of the wolf. That, that was actually like a whole contraption that they built specially for that so that they could put the camera like inside it and and so he could put his whole uh, arm into it and and Peter could fall out of it. It was, yeah, it was pretty amazing. Wow, that is so cool. a lot of hard work. Yeah, they put a lot of work. Yeah, they put a lot of work. work. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah. So uh, backtracking even more, I just, I'm sorry we have so many questions <laughs> with scenes with you in it, with like the cool special effects, but we just love asking you your, your take on it. Um, back mm-hmm. to the scene, I think it was in episode two, Dio, where you were maybe two or three, um, where you're in the bathtub and you're standing up and that's to like mm-hmm. conduct the water and to get more clairvoyance about what was happening. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. you just you just drank your um, your cousin's spit and uh, you you start to like like uh, get some clairvoyance. We see the hallucinations of the snakes going around you, and then it mm-hmm. ends up like infecting your body and you throw up. What did you mm-hmm. did you actually throw something up in that scene, or was it just like yeah. all CGI? The throw up um, was CGI. Wait. Yeah, because I had to do that scene twice, like on two different days. I had to do it where we were actually in the the on the set where the bathroom is, and then I had to then they took the tub, and then they put it into like the green room, uh, the green uh, green screen room place, whatever uh, studio, and I was on this like rotating thing, and they like had dots all over me and stuff. So that they could CGI all the snake and like all the black stuff. Um, so I was like on this like rotating <laughs> um, tub contraption thing, and uh, but the the throw up was all CGI. I had to like throw up at the exact time, the exact like place every single time. It was weird. A lot of lot of timing stuff, but uh, but yeah, that was all CGI. For some reason, I'm always throwing up. <laughs> I did this web series. I did this web series this summer, and I throw up. Like, I'm like, why am I always throwing up? It's probably like the fifth or sixth time I've thrown up on screen. <laughs> oh, that's but yeah, that was CGI. But then at the end, at the end, when I'm like, pass, uh, when I'm like unconscious, they put um, like I think it was quick, you know, like quick chocolate mix. Oh, I think that's what it was. Nestle quick. Yeah, just. Mm-hmm. Just like on my, so you know, like the dribble of of uh, vomit or whatever was was quick. <laughs> oh, nice. that's great! Yeah, I like the really good stuff. So <laughs> tasty, <it's> yummy. <laughs> okay. So, um, well, we think. Uh, we, so you you probably have to go pretty soon. But before we let you go, we wanted. No, to... no, 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 no! Oh, I'm here. I'm oh, you're here. good. You're like, good ask, still. Ask away. Oh, ask okay. Away. Yes, okay, very awesome. good. Um, so, what? Uh, um, now, there's some things that you can't talk about right now, but what what can you tell us about, like, what other projects you're doing, like, in the near future coming up? Um, what are some things that, you know, we can, like, maybe that's d- some things that are done, some films or web series that you were talking about that's that's done right now that we can, you know, find you on? Uh, well, I did, yeah, a web series called Blank Page, which is probably only, only going to be coming out, like, early next year. And um, I did some episodes on this cop show up here in Canada called 192. It's on Bravo. Um, what else did I do? I did, oh, I did a, a, a mini series with Kathleen Robertson. Oh, 
what is she? She's on a show right now with like a cop show. Murder in the first. Oh my god. Do you know who Kathleen Robertson is? Yeah, she's a, blonde, absolutely gorgeous. I, I believe she was on Murder in the First, and she was, just appeared on Base Motel also. Pardon? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She's. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways, Kathleen Robertson. I play her. Um, I, I work in the office with her in this uh, in this mini series called The Fixer, uh, which and oh, this guy from Grey's Anatomy. I didn't have any scenes with him. Eric oh, Dane. Oh my God! I'm such a. Mm. Yes, that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was in it. <laughs> yeah, he's in it. Um, but we shot that up here. Uh, I, I'm not sure when that's going to come out. Um, maybe early next year or maybe at the end of this year. Um, and then what else? Oh, well, I just heard Defiance got picked up. Uh, congratulations. Third season. Third so, season. I mean, I didn't, I didn't die. So we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll you know. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, Rin comes back with a cool, super cool eye patch. Yeah, because um, your character lost an eye. Goodness. Yeah, <laughs> you can't get more badass unless I get like a peg leg. Like, <laughs> like, peg leg. Once I get a peg leg, then that's like, or like a hook hand, then that's like, you know, the epitome of friggin' badass. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what else? Well, that's pretty much, yeah. And then, the, and then I think just working on the season three of Hemlock Grove which I'm so excited about. I mean, they're saying it's the final season, so you know it's going to be like, who knows what the hell they're going to do. Yeah. I mean, they could just kill off everyone in the first episode and, you know, who knows? They can't <laughs> kill everyone Destiny. everyone can come back to life. Yeah. They can't everyone kill can Destiny. Come, everyone who died, who knows? Maybe it's just going to be like a bunch of ghosts like walking around Hemlock Grove. <laughs> who knows? They have, you know, they can do anything. I don't think yeah. Price is nice enough um, to bring back everybody. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> how, so uh, how surprised were you? Were, were you, like, reading the script along and then, you you know, just like everybody else, and, and then you got to the part where it's like, Spivak is the bad guy? He's the man, he's the big bad? Like, how, did you, were you surprised too when you got to that point? You mean at the end of episode 10? Yes, mm-hmm. where you find out that it's like spivak dr spivak who's been super nice guy helping to 100 percent. and you know yes of course i was surprised we were all surprised um like who knows where they're gonna go with this you know um and also (laughs) it's just kind of funny because it's like when i was shooting that like that whole sequence where we're running around the white tower I'm like, you guys realize, like, my character has never met any of these other people. Like, I have no idea mm. who, like, I've never come to, like, I know what the White Tower is. Destiny knows what it is, but she's never, like, so, you know, like, uh, like up until that moment, the two worlds were kept very, very separate mm-hmm. yeah. for her, for Destiny, at least. You know, she met Roman, yeah. But, like, besides that, she's never really, like, like I said, like, she's never crossed paths with Olivia, which would be so amazing in season three. That would be so cool to see. Plus, I would like to work with Fonka. Yeah. <laughs> like, I see her once in a while, like, oh, hi, nice to... Oh, yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> you know, like, we sort of, like, pass, see each other in passing. So that would be really cool. Um, but, yeah, yes, I was surprised. Everybody was surprised. And it was so funny to see all, like, the stuff on Twitter. People, like... Oh my God! We need more. What the hell was that ending? <laughs> <laughs> you 
Yeah. They're like, trust me, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it was seriously out of nowhere, which was amazing. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it was just like, we we need more. Out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, we yeah. can't yeah, finish. Exactly. We can't finish the series like this. And thankfully, we're gonna have a third season. So that's great, you know, and and we're super super excited about it. So, um, hey, next. yeah, imagine, imagine, imagine they ended. Imagine we didn't get a third season and it just ended like that. Oh. God, that would be no. so annoying. <laughs> I'd be so pissed. It would be yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Can't end a show like that. No, no way. we would have just got all peed on <laughs> with all the pee stuff that happened yeah, this season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, what was the, the the dog star demon dragon? All these hyphenates. I mean, I imagine that was CGI, but like, what do you think is the culmination of that creature that we all see at the end? What do I think that is? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it? Is it a demon? Is it? I don't know. I thought dragon? it looked like a manta ray to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it looked like to me. Mm-hmm. Like a flying manta ray. <laughs> yes, it did. Airborne. I was like the manta ray man thing. Like I don't know what it was. <laughs> and he had scales. But I mean, keep yeah. in mind, like I am. We only saw it. Like, okay, we saw the description in the script, and they're like, okay, what? And then when we we're shooting it, we're looking at a laser on a green screen, you know? Mm-hmm. So we only saw it at the end. Like, I mean, when, once it came out. Wow. Like, once the edit was done, you know? Wow. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, it was a surprise for all of us. But it leaves you wanting more, right? Yes, it sure Absolutely. did, yeah. Absolutely. We, we want more of you, too, Dio. We mm-hmm. want to see more of you in Season 3. We want you to... We want you... To uh, take more guys out, take more villains out, use mm-hmm. some powers of yours, use your potion some more. It's so cool, this. Oh season. my god. Yeah, I would love to do that, and that's really flattering that you say that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you guys are appreciate what I do. I have so much fun doing it, so it's nice that people are like, you know, appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. So, so next season, after you uh, finish up and, you know, the season starts up again, are you going to. Visit us here at AfterBuzz TV <laughs> Studios and and sit you know sit down uh, with us. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I totally want to. Of course, of course. You guys are like my my buddies now. Yeah, I it's feel kind like. of tradition. I think yeah. it wouldn't be a season without you yeah. here. And then we'll go, I know. We'll go get drinks at the pub afterwards. Uh, hell yes. Yes, yes. Let's do it. I even <laughs> sent Marissa was like, "I'm okay. We're going live right now." And I was like, "Okay." And I don't know if you checked if you checked your phone, I but I sent you a picture of my cat. It's okay. awesome. Aww. Boots, right? Your, your cat boots for all you. Boots is you, adorable. That's awesome. <laughs> She's like smiling with those little eyes. I'll send you pictures of our rescue dogs here. It's like know. Garfield. We're besties now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, uh, oh, I no, do. You guys are you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for your support and you know being interested in anything that I have to say. So it's really it's really nice of you guys. Of course, we we love the show so much. I do have one more question about Hemlock Grove and Destiny. I mean, we know that she's mm-hmm. with Andreas right now, but I felt like there was a moment with her and Roman when she said, "You know, I, yeah, I'm, I was completely wrong about you now." And it felt like they shared a moment. What if like Roman and Destiny hooked up? That would be interesting. Mm. I don't know because you know, like <laughs> it's a big side. Because that was that was even said like after the first season I think that there was I think it's hard for her to not make things like sort of 
sexual in a way. You know what I mean? She kind of mm-hmm. like oozes that mm-hmm. like sexuality and that like I don't know. She has powers, man. Um, and I don't know. We'll see, man. We'll like see. it's told, everything's possible. Everything is anything yes. is possible in the third season. And that's what we love about but our I, favorite show, Hemlock Grove. <laughs> it's so out of nowhere everything in this show which is so fun keeps you on your toes yeah it does absolutely well Dio Horn thank you so much for joining us playing Destiny on Hemlock Grove we you know we love you uh, interviewing you uh, over the phone we love you even more in studio so come back mm-hmm. and visit us next season but thank you so much for joining us tonight I will and I'll even come like I'm sure I'll be there before I think we're only shooting in December. I'm, I'm not sure, so I, I'm sure I'll be there before, and we can go out for drinks. You don't have to interview me. We can just like talk like normal people. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we got, good. we got it on audio. You guys all heard that. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay no. Thanks where, so much. Where can everyone find you? Oh yeah, where can everybody find you? Pardon? Where can everybody find you at? All of our fans and followers from um, After Buzz TV. Where can they follow you? Oh, just um, uh, on Twitter, Dio Horn. At Gunnidio, but I have the little check marky thing, so just type in Dio Horn and you can find me. Okay, excellent. T I I O Horn. T I O T I I O Horn. Yes. All right. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Dio. Take right. care. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. All right. Talk soon. Yeah. Bye. 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 Oh man, she's so yeah. cool. She's she is awesome. Love her. Mm-hmm. She... Let's get a big storyline for her next year. Yes. Yeah. yes. So awesome. Yes. So Agreed. awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get back to talking about, uh, we're running out of time now, so let's talk about Shelly dies again and again. Uh, Poor Shelly. Poor girl, man. They just put her through the ringer over and over and over again. So last season, we were not sure if she was dead or not. She got shot. She's running away. She could have died from her wounds. We saw Peter hallucinating her, so it was like, oh, she could be dead. No, right? Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. she lived, okay? And she almost died because she got... What? She got stabbed in the back. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. She almost died from that. Shot. She, shotgun at she her got, again. She got yeah. shot, too, with a shotgun again. And the, and she lost her glow, which is like dying, right? Yep. I miss that glow. And then... I, yeah, I miss it, Yeah, too. me too. Like I, that, that was something, like, so special and yeah. unique. Like, I never really had a character... See, I've never seen a character in in a show do that, right? Like yeah. just glow. It was just a reflection of her personality too. Yeah. You know, when someone just nice her, it was more of a positive aura. Yeah. About yeah. Her. It kind of reflected the niceties of the other people, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The price like, was giving compliments. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That well, that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we we have her and uh, and Doctor Price and. Priscilla, a.k.a. Shelley, too. Uh, they're sitting down at the bed, and we we have him just you know, just totally transition her into, okay, it's time to die, right? Mm-hmm. And he does a little, and uh, he starts the IV with the drugs in it to make her go to sleep, and she's going to pass away minutes after that, right? Like mm-hmm. 25 minutes, he ends up saying, and he does it to Bach's first symphony at the Philadelphia Orchestra, right? The, mm-hmm. What she loved, something, a pleasant memory for her, which is great. Uh, Shelley number two remembered as well, of course, because mm-hmm. they have the same mind. They had the twin thing going on. You know, when yeah. twins just say the same words mm-hmm. and yeah. intonations at the same time. Yeah, like a hardcore. It, it, was, <laughs> it was really, really like, going okay, on this I get time. it. <laughs> yeah, and 
it was, you know, it really hit me while I was watching this scene. I thought to myself, and I wrote it down, I thought <laughs> to myself, whoa, this is what Price wanted. He is seriously Dr. Frankenstein, mm-hmm. right? And he, But only he didn't do it from these, like, grotesque parts that he found out of a graveyard. He did it by growing a human in a tank, right, from an embryo. And, put, and the only thing he needed was the brain, right? And he mm-hmm. got the exact brain that he wanted. And not only a, a brain that was smart, intellectual, empathetic, it was also someone that knew him. And that treated him like family. So mm-hmm. it was the perfect, that body he grew was the perfect host and so was the brain to yeah. put into mm-hmm. that host. Someone who mm-hmm. saw him as a father figure as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So there was no way. A, a serious, you know, superiority complex going on. Yeah. But he did say some things that were kind of like, does he really mean that? You know, like later on when he had the conversation with Norman and he was saying like, well, I could have, I could have brought this discovery priscilla to the scientific community but i'm not going to right Mm -hmm. because i because i care enough for shelly that i'm not going to do that no what do you think about that i think he's definitely i mean he's evil i mean he's definitely a man with a plan and i think is a master manipulator and i think yeah i mean i think he can fool people to think maybe he does have like a genuine side but i don't know that price does i think he's yeah, I think he's got a lot more evilness in there than than we first saw. But he did also yeah. talk about, you know, other than Shelley, he did also talk about how Olivia really loved Norman, and those and that sentence felt genuine to him too. Like, was he trying to manipulate mm-hmm. Norman? Was he trying to get out of the situation? What do you think? I, I think it just shows, you know, because Olivia and Price, their relationship, their professional relationship, they really has gotten to know each other. And what Price says. I believe is mostly true. A lot of people just can't understand him because he's so freaking intelligent. (laughs) But so when he says something about just like personality traits, like Olivia really does love Norman, I feel that's actually genuine from like just standard observations and knowing Mm -hmm. Olivia for all these years. Yeah, it may may be it may be cold, it may be scientific, but that's really what she said, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Shelley and uh, Norman goes down there to stop Shelley from dying. And they both came to the same conclusion, like, holy crap, uh, what if Olivia does go after Priscilla, which is going to be the new Shelley, and she she sucks her dry, and that's what mm-hmm. cures her cancer. And both of them go to Shelley, and they, they start to revive her, but Price is, like, standing at the side, like, in shock, like, I don't know what's going on, what should I do? This is the first time we've seen Price, like, really dumbfounded. It's it's mm-hmm. good though because you know he's gone through this whole project you know for more than a year for like that's all of his work literally getting sorry pissed on yeah. by mm-hmm. by Norman who's just you know literally ruining everything and you know clear boom no but Olivia <sighs> ruined everything too yeah, yeah that's yeah. true yeah. It, was, it was several people mm-hmm. going the against whole Godfrey Price's family. whole project is gone <laughs> seconds. Wow. That's what he gets when he treats everybody like puppets. Yeah, well, you know, what goes yeah. around comes around. Yeah. I mean, Carmen's a bitch. See, if yeah. he if he had let Norman go to do the revival of Shelley number one, and then Price went to, to Priscilla, Shelley number two, and tried to intervene, maybe he could have stopped something. But he wasn't thinking clearly, and his scientific mind was just on the fritz for those few precious minutes, and look what it got him. Look what it got more mm-hmm. death. 
Yeah, seriously. He's he's team price and no one else because it's just he and himself. If he kept alliance with Galena, maybe Galena could have helped stop yeah. this whole thing. But no, it was it's he's only in it for himself. So yeah. well, what can you do? <laughs> well anyway, so she we have Shelly, number two, Priscilla, gone. She's dead. She sustained <laughs> Olivia now to remove her cancer, probably. Right? She felt like a million yeah, bucks. Probably. Yep. She walked out of there. Oh, thanks for that. Wipes the blood all over his face. Wow. <laughs> Just in his face. She That was like peeing on him. Oh, yeah. It sure was. <laughs> that it was. So was there anything else about Shelly you guys wanted to add? No? Well, well we know that the Shelly one is alive. still alive, mm-hmm. so they're not going to find her body anytime soon, which is good. I mean, yes. we... I think throughout this whole season, we kind of didn't want Shelly to yeah. go through it. So it's good that the original Shelly is yeah. still there. Yeah, I like that too. Um, I also like the total metaphor that they had with be- inner beauty versus uh, outer beauty. And yeah. and it's it, it seriously, what that scene where she was crying out and, and just tearing the whole place yeah. apart like, ah, right? It was... She wanted to have a beautiful body. Yeah. She wanted what society wa- like tells us. Oh, you have to look blonde. You have to look beautiful. You have to be slim. You can't have any grotesque markings on your face, right? You can't have any birth defects. And, the, you know, and Sh- Shelly, number one, she totally is like, no, inner beauty, I, that's what mm-hmm. I represent, you know? Intellectualism, inner beauty, and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So it, I, I really liked how they threw that in there. And it made it really obvious in that scene. Mm-hmm. So yes, I thought that was neat. Good yeah. job, good job, mm-hmm. writers, <laughs> on that scene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Spivak Oof. is evil, and we got to see the scene that you guys were talking about last time—the flash of the guy with the fedora hat uh-huh. yeah. behind the glass—and they showed him opening the door. It, it made it really obvious that time, so it was nice. And I didn't catch it the first time I watched the episode. Yeah, no, I like I caught it when Miranda first went to the office, like episodes back. And they showed the door opening and whatnot, so I don't know, I think I just put two and two together. Not to, like, toot my own horn or anything, <laughs> but I just, I mean, it felt like an office door that yeah. would mm-hmm. speed back. I mean, yeah. I loved his turn, though, as a character, and he, he looked very conniving, but cold, too. Yeah. Like, he went from a really nice, heartwarming guy to, oh, he's maniacal. Yeah. Yeah. When he did that... What was that noise he made in this the episode? Loon. The loon. Yeah. Like, yeah, what was it like? <laughs> that's a loon in case yeah, you didn't know. But yeah, but it, but it was a little creepier than Another that. bird. Like, it's just, yeah. yeah. Another bird reference. A bird reference. Look that's at that. Right. Hmm. Right. Um, so he, it was so, that was an interesting scene because the whole time he's always like so nice and so cheery, but um, this scene, we with him and Miranda, he's checking her, he's saying, oh, everything's okay, everything's all right, you know. Um, and she's like, wait, wait, my, my boobs are bleeding. Yeah. How is that okay? No, right? Miranda yeah. needs to stop wearing white. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, <laughs> seriously. It's ruining all of her yeah. good outfits. Yeah, yeah. And then he, he starts babbling on. And it, at first, like, all the scientific stuff that he's been mm-hmm. saying this whole season, same thing with Price's stuff. We kind of just, like, write it off, like, oh, okay, it's just, it's just science babble, right? But I wrote down what he was saying this mm-hmm. time.
time. He said, "Oh, that uh, we need to dial back the you know the natal stuff because no, it's just it's probably because of the telekinetic valence inhibitor. Oh, because it works like as a, a psychic camouflage for me. Oh, so anyway, you know, it's, yeah. it's like what psychic camouflage. What like so you're hiding something? Telekinetic like, valence. Yeah. yeah. Like what? Oh, duh. That's what that is. You know. But it's like it's seriously like." A, such a tone change when he mm-hmm. took the baby away. Mm-hmm, That's where it was mm-hmm. like super obvious. Like, okay, there's something up yep. here. You know, I felt weird and creeped out a little bit with you before, but now it's super mm-hmm. obvious. And and he, he reveals that she has eggs in her, that she's been yep. feeding the baby so much, and it's it's been such healthy whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, her her lactation's been so healthy that the baby is carrying eggs in her. Mm-hmm. So what is it like she's like an insect or something that's like <laughs> growing with these ovum in her already? Oh, that's so yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for a baby, too, because a baby can't reproduce. Yeah. No. So yeah. this, the Nadia is like something more now than she's, she's yeah. more than her ancestors who are obviously up here. There's something else going on with her because maybe she's been, been fed by Nadia and the whatever she's been drinking from her, mm-hmm. it had whatever Spivak wants to put into Nadia. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that that was <laughs> seriously messed up. But also the line he's like, "We're we're gonna fly out here pretty soon." I mean that was a yeah. nice foreshadowing of what was to yeah. happen. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he said something weird too. He said um, that. Let's see. He said something about the gravity well or gravity populate the gravity shelf. Mm-hmm. I think enough to populate the gravity shelf. What the hell is the gravity shelf? What is that? Is I that where know. is that, that where that him is. and all of his manta ray flying buddies hang out? <laughs> right, and the yeah. exomorphic interface, which, yeah. which makes me think Nadia is this exomorphic creature thing that's encasing all these ovums that he's yeah. trying to reproduce. Yeah, exomorph like the outside yeah. of something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like like exoskeleton. In, yeah, in a way. I mean it. And but that would go with the whole you know metaphor of butterflies that we have here with cocoons and building yeah. something within and that's going to get released. Uh, it's crazy. He's like a scaly butterfly. Very scaly. Very <laughs> reptilian. Yeah. Butterfly. It's so, it's so even weird. when so, sorry, even when he was in the dark star, it felt like a butterfly yeah. slash moth slash something that could fly. Is that what we're calling him now, the dog star? That's what he is. I t- I don't. Know. I would think so. I just kept thinking dragon. Netflix too. writers, let us know. Yes. I kept waiting for almost fire to come out of his mouth. He seemed very very dragon like to me. Yeah. yeah, he did. You know, if they didn't put, I don't. I think his face was kind of misplaced. I that was my one gripe with this too. But yeah. if they didn't have his face on there we wouldn't for sure know it was him. Mm-hmm. And they had to make it kind of obvious, which I kind of like, Hemlock Grove, you could have done a little better. Maybe not put his face on it. Maybe just make us think, like, hey, there was a, he had scales. Now we have this thing yeah. flying around in the sky. Why would it want Nadia and Miranda? It's got to be him. See, that would have been better. I, I would have liked agree that. With you, like, totally. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be treated like, like you know being led around on the story you know i want to figure things out for myself it definitely right. took me out of it too because i was just like oh this one looks kind of goofy and i'm so used <laughs> to such great visual effects yeah. on the show i think that's why i had such high standards and i was like "Ooh, this one didn't quite make it for me but i i mean did he speak when no. he was in that form no he just uh, roared yeah he, just roared. he started yeah i was like because it would have been a little bit i mean yes it was you know surprising at first but i think i would have been taken more back if he actually started speaking like in a human voice, even though and he's in a creature's body, then 
maybe. But I, yeah, it was definitely to differentiate that he is yeah. Spivak. I wonder if there would have been some way to just make his voice kind of demonic, you know, yeah. if, they, if they didn't show his face. And so you get the tone, but then it's like at a different level Keep or something. the eyes. That's all you need. Keep yeah. the eyes. Yeah, the blue eyes. Mm-hmm. See, that would have been good. I, and I'm, I agree with you. I think showing the scales that they did on the cheek was enough. Yes. I would have put it together. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not a big snake, though, because we've been led yeah. all these, yeah. both of these seasons, snakes, snakes, and we really haven't seen any snakes. Are there flying snakes? No. <laughs> but, Maybe I mean, snakes are in the to go belly. a reptilian route and then to turn into whatever creature this is, yeah, I mean, no. it was a surprise. But, did you notice, sorry, I'm like all over the place, mm. um, Destiny's Vision when yes. and I saw it. There, there were snakes in that one, and then we also had saw the Caduceus. Oh, I'm gonna butcher this. Um, Caduceus, that that the staff with the intertwining snakes oh. and the mm-hmm. wings. You know the I saw that that yes. that is a a global represent symbol icon. So oh. I'm what surprised that they had that. Uh, I forget what it represents, but it's the Hermes Greek. And you know the hospitals. All hospitals have this symbol. The, oh, the kid, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's a doctor. Yeah. That's why she saw that yeah. vision. That makes some more sense, oh, though. Very neat. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up. by We're running out of time here. Let's wrap up by talking about Norman being heartbroken. <sighs> and, and we'll just go over this really Heart quickly. Ripped. Heart ripped. So <laughs> let's, let's just talk about the end. She totally tore his heart out, literally out of his chest. Oh. Yeah, and I actually, and backing up, I actually loved too when she was like trying to confess her love to him, and then she, you know she was like, "Oh, you know, fuck me," and then she turns, and then she's like, "Fuck you." I was like, yeah. "Uh oh, so here we good. go." That was it. Right I there. loved it. So good. Total. Yeah. She she turned back into her old self. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And yeah. I I kept thinking to myself, what if he didn't go down that path? What if he had talked to somebody else instead of like making his own thing up, which was true. Everything he discovered about her was true. You know, but that's you. Know, but she's she still loves him. You know, mm-hmm. what if he had talked to her and instead of like going behind her back and talking to Shusser and talking to, uh, talking to whoever or his his private eye. You know, well if, he did try to talk to her at the beginning, and she was the one who kept she was lying. constantly mm-hmm. lying. So she, I can understand yeah. why he went the other way. Yeah, and then she killed his wife. You know, so I think she finally just took it to levels where he was like, I can't. Mm-hmm. She's evil. You know, I'm never going to get a straight answer from her. But it was his ex-wife <laughs> who went for a more crazy person. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, come on. So he went. He went. You know, he he's loved Olivia for 20 years. Hit, yeah, Marie yeah. was his home wife, you know? Like, Olivia was his, like, true person that he really loved, I guess, right? Until he found out that she's... I think he just demonized her. That's all it was. I think my... my uh-huh. What I still struggle with with these two is I swear I still felt, like, before that she was almost, like, possessing him, you know? Like, because yes. it seemed like he would get in a trance sometimes when they would, like, yeah. be physical together or... And so I think that's why it was weird to me to see him just being so now strong against her because we never saw that really, like, turn back. So I think that... I. I was questioning that in this episode. Yeah, because I think we were predicting that maybe Olivia was putting that X stance, uh-huh. you know, on him. And then when, if that would make sense because we see Olivia's powers get diminished throughout the season. Therefore, 
there goes the X dance, uh, and then he's coming, he's getting more clear in the head and realizing what's really going on. Mm-hmm. That is exactly yeah. what I was going to mm-hmm. say. You took the words right out of my mouth. How <laughs> yes. cool is that? Go team. Yes. Figure it out. Great mm-hmm. minds. Think, Think alike. alike. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. So now we know. That's what happened. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> but Norman's dead. I mean, I found it very surprising that, you know, Roman, Peter, and Destiny just walked by and like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was okay. I wrote that down too. Yeah. I, well, I think they were looking All to right. see what Roman was going to do, and nothing. When he did, yeah, and when no. he did nothing, they were like, "Well, completely not yeah. phased. No, Whatever. Not even. But he's dead now. <laughs> Goodbye, Uncle Norman. <laughs> yeah, poor Norman. <laughs> yeah, and I think. Uh, well, unless there's anything else, no, nothing else to talk about. I'm sad that he's gone, but Me too. Some, we had to have important yeah. people die this time. So he was one of them. What if they killed Price in season three? That'd be they terrible. Prob- they probably will. I mean, <laughs> we have Olivia as oh, the number one ultimate big baddie. Yeah. So maybe so, Price is the next expendable big baddie to go. What's well? She's maybe she'll take him out. Maybe. Maybe they'll take each other out. Maybe he'll have like an that army. Like maybe he'll have an army of Norman and Marie and other people. Yeah, actually, that does sound like predictions. Let's, let's go ahead and go <laughs> into predictions now. And now. You're after Buzz TV predictions. So, I this I'm just dumbfounded by what happened this episode for the finale. Mm-hmm. Everything that mm-hmm. happened, uh, I think we're gonna see more of the dr- dog stars or whatever they are, the demon dog stars, whatever those flying manta ray lizard that things. Infinite creature. <laughs> Jeez, man, I'm like so dumbfounded by it. Uh, I think that we're gonna have three bad people next season. We're going to have Spivak trying to grow his race to mm-hmm. kill off all the Upirs and the vampire or sorry, Upirs and werewolves and then I feel like we're going to have Price is the he's the second biggest bad guy and then we're going to have Olivia who's there too and they're all going to be vying for Hemlock Grove trying to take over the town. Yeah. I think we see Norman, he's now dead but I think Price might bring him back. Maybe. Um, Put him in a vat. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice. I mean, his project completely went kaput, so he needs to start another one. Yeah. <laughs> so he sure. he needs more bodies to keep going. Uh, and also, Andreas, I think I said it earlier. I think he was placed in Hemlock Grove. Purpose. He didn't by chance meet Destiny at that family funeral party. He, I think, he was actually placed to watch over the the romantic family. He snuck his way yeah. in as yeah. a gypsy spy. Why does he have a silencer? That was my biggest prediction, too. As I, I just thought they, they, they dropped that line in there, and I knew. I'm like, oh, that was my key. I'm like, oh, he didn't just walk into that kitchen and flirt with her on accident. I'm like, he, he was there and wanted to get close to her. And I, I really think that I hope we see him uh, team up with uh, Destiny more next year to fight some of these evil. I think that might be where her character Ooh. gets in a little more of the action because she is such a badass. So I think mm-hmm. they might team up and do some damage fighting against people. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We need, since we lost Norman, we need another strong guy to fill the mm-hmm. void. That's going to be Andres. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that about does it for us here at Hemlock Grove After Buzz TV Podcast. Be sure to, you know, just go ahead and rate and comment. I know it's our last show, guys, but be sure to rate and comment us on iTunes, on YouTube, you know, 
we sorry we couldn't give anybody shout outs tonight but you know we love the comments we love all you guys posting on our site so um go you know go ahead and keep the conversation going you can hit me up on instagram and on twitter at sean austin o that's s-e-a-n-a-u-s-t-i-n-o yeah it's it's been a great season and thank you to netflix and thank you to everybody who's been on the show this season you are all amazing and i expect to have you next season too that'd be fun <laughs> um you can follow me on twitter and on instagram at Serafini tv I second that. Thank you guys, all the fans out there, and thanks to everybody that came in here and all our engineers and everybody who put all the time into it this year. It's been really fun, and I can't. I'm so excited we have a new season, so we'll be counting down the days till the next one. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me at JJ Jorgens on Twitter and JorgensJJ on Instagram. Yeah. yeah, and thanks to Nick Bottomley, our engineer tonight. Yeah. He is actually leaving. This is his last Ooh. night with us here at AfterBuzz TV, at least, <laughs> at least until next year, next semester or something. He's going off. To the university. To college. To college. Big college boy over here. <laughs> so thanks so much, Nick. We really appreciate yeah. you you know, engineering our shows and whatnot. Yeah, and uh, thanks, Dio, for calling in again. Yeah, mm-hmm. thanks, Dio. And we'll catch you guys next season. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 